everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the market for Friday, June 9th. A strong week for the S&P up now four weeks in a row. The NASDAQ also holding strong. Ed, your thoughts on how this week unfolded? Yeah, I think it was a pretty uh, strong week overall. Obviously, you know, there was a pullback at the very last minute, but, you know, there was a lot of strength, a lot of breadth. Uh, I want to take a look at on holding Boeing and NVIDIA. All right, we'll get to those three stocks, but first let's dig a little deeper into what the action's looking like for the major indexes. So today, the NASDAQ finishing up about two-tenths of a percent. So as you can see here, off of highs, the S&P 500 also in positive territory, up one-tenth of a percent on Friday. Same for the Dow, up one-tenth of a percent today. The Russell 2000 did pull back some, down about nine-tenths of a percent, it looks like, heading into the close. We'll check in on blue chips and small cap soon. But let's start with a look at the NASDAQ here, Ed. Yeah, this is, you know, this is trending higher. Seven weeks in a row that we've risen. Yeah, it wasn't right. It, it did come off highs today. Yes, it barely rose for the week. But honestly, that's seven straight weeks. Uh, on Wednesday, there was a bit of a, some nasty selling, a reversal from highs. But even then, it didn't quite get to its 10-day line. It might have touched it on Thursday for a, for a moment. Uh, I don't even know if it did then. So it, it, but you know, that's pretty positive action. It's actually probably healthy, you know, that it's hap that we came off high. It's certainly normal because we were getting a little bit stretched, you know, in recent days. The Nasdaq being somewhat ele elevated versus the 50-day line or the or the 10-week line. Uh, the Nasdaq 100 was even more so at one point, like a week or so ago. I got to 10% above, and it's 8% or so now. Uh, and it probably intraday was getting up to like 9% or so. So when you get up to 10%, you start really getting worried about that things are going to be to have a more serious risk of a pullback. And that pullback could be larger. Even just a pullback to the 21 day line wouldn't necessarily feel so great if it happened very quickly. So uh, that's just something for investors to keep in mind. But the, the trend is healthy. I mean, they're you know, that's just so that's a reason to be maybe cautious in the short run. There's the Fed meeting coming up, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of reasons to be positive about the market longer term. Right. And on IB Live this morning together as a team, we drew some regression channel lines with the uh, anchor points being uh, 1228, 2022, and then 330. That was the day the market entered a power trend. Uh, a lot of things uh, needed to qualify for that, but essentially in a strong uptrend. A power trend is a strong uptrend. We're above a rising 21-day uh, line for a period of time that's above a rising 50-day line. And we're getting towards the top of that regression channel. Does that mean we have a ceiling now? Not necessarily, but it does increase the odds that we do see some sort of pause or pullback, which for the NASDAQ here wouldn't be a good thing. It just hasn't wanted to really pause a whole lot yet, but if it could still go tight, let those moving averages catch up, that seems like it would uh, be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, not only just because you avoid the risk of a bigger pullback, but let some stocks set up again, That those stocks that have been driving the NASDAQ, if they could cool off for a little bit, then there might be some opportunities to add shares or enter positions in some of these big winners. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing, too, here, even though the market has been looking bullish seven weeks up in a row here for the Nasdaq, four weeks up in a row now for the S&P 500, the question of 
when to add exposure. Hopefully traders over the last couple of weeks have been doing that, have been putting money to work and it's still okay to do that now. But it seems like if you're, if you're really wanting to press on the gas here, it seems like potentially you could get out of sync with the market or at least uh, the NASDAQ here if uh, NASDAQ stocks pause or pull back. Yeah, that would be the risk. And, you know, and, and there are some names in there. But of course, that's one reason to be also if you are still looking to add exposure to try to find other places that aren't in that tech sector in, in you know, until maybe there's some kind of pause or pullback. Mm -hmm. And it seems like there is leadership elsewhere mm -hmm. that we saw develop a little bit more this week. So we can uh, talk about that a bit but here's a look at the s p 500 and here's the august high from 2022 at 43.25 we closed today at 42.98 and we got pretty close i think <laughs> uh today look at that three points away less than uh from that august high so that's a key level to watch on the upside ed yeah, and it's not surprising that we're getting a little bit of resistance at this area, and that's that's fine. Uh, you know, if that pause for a little bit, eventually you want to see this breakthrough. But this is looking this is looking strong. This is this is not looking extended from the fifty day line. You know, it's you know it's uh, so that's you know it's just one er element of the market that looks extended. This is looking very strong. Uh, you know, you know, and it has for quite a while now. Right. So maybe uh, money flowing into these other areas, sort of passing the baton off uh, of leadership would be also good to see as we want to see that continued broadening of strength. Uh, and so speaking of, we'll just briefly take a look at GMIAB. This is the NASDAQ advanced decline line. So advancers improving here, GMIAA, this is on the New York Stock Exchange, also seeing improvements. So this is a signal of breadth here as well. Let's take a look at blue chips also participating after this strong move last Friday. I was able to notch another gain for the week this week. Yeah, so that's nice. It's like, again, there was just like, oh, look, looking early on. It's like, oh, that's not a great sign. But then there was a lot of signs of strength later in the week outside of out of the NASDAQ. It's getting close to 2023 highs. Uh, so, you know, that's, you know, it really just needs a few more points, basically 1% or so. And it would be right at 2023 highs. So uh, nice to see strength there. Yes. And small caps, bit of a break uh, the last two sessions, but still for the week up 1.6%. And now also up four weeks in a row. Yeah, this and the mid cap index, both showing similar action, both showed similar pullbacks in late in the week. And there was weakness in breadth today. There wasn't a very, the, the losers outpaced winners. That, that can happen on any given day. There was, as long as the trend is generally positive and you start seeing those lines trending up, uh, you know, that's really a positive sign. It's going to take some time. Now, some stocks that are now running up, you know, you can imagine a lot of stocks after this action, they're just getting into position or now maybe they need to pause a little bit. So, uh, but there's just a lot more stocks that can come into play, a lot more industries that might come into play as some of these other indexes show some strength. That makes sense. Another signal of market breadth here to underscore Ed's point is a look at the RSP ETF. This is the equal weighted S&P 500 here, Ed, getting pretty close uh, to clearing those highs from earlier this year. Yeah. And it was just like a week and a half ago that things turned around. It was really not looking so yeah. good. So 
uh, that can that really has changed, and obviously it's changed with the Russell and, and mid cap. So, uh, really, really been a bit of a character change from a narrow AI only market rally towards something a little bit broader out. Right. And so speaking of software and chips, those have been the areas we've been focusing on this year for the most part. So here's the IGV tech software ETF up nine tenths of a percent on Friday. So still slightly positive for the week. Uh, Ed, does it seem like maybe now is about the time that we might see some sort of pause here? Yeah, and there were some names that definitely took some hits, uh, some stocks that it- Oh yeah, midweek. That's uh, something to remind everyone. Yeah, and it was interesting because there was adversion. So even though all the indexes, they all moved up and it broader, it was a bad day for the NASDAQ and especially for software. It was like the Russell was like having a really good day in the mid caps. But uh, yeah, this was, so some stocks that had just creeped over, it depends on where you were. If some of these names that were really extended like a Microsoft or you know other things like that, they looked fine because okay, they had a drop. You know, it was, you know, it didn't really mean much, but there was other stocks that were around that took a little bit more damage. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's probably time for this to take a pause, and you know, but then that that would be fine. Does it seem like uh, a lot of those stocks that suffered damage early in the week? How are they shaking it off? Because usually, when you get a, a bad decline like that in elevated volume, you would expect. A continuation of the weakness. And it doesn't seem like we're really seeing that yet. It was just kind of one day of, you know, a, a bit of a jolt, perhaps. You know, I wouldn't say it's comprehensive, but it feels like the stocks that were stronger bounce back better, you know, like, uh, whereas some of the names that were around buy points that may have mm-hmm. been a little bit more the second tier names right now, I'm not saying they're actually second tier companies, but second tier right now, they didn't bounce back as much. And so we'll just have to see that uh, those would be the ones you'd like to see, you know, really bounce back. And uh, so that was, that was more uh, uneven. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. Let's also take a look at SMH chip stocks up on Friday off of highs though, forming a little trading range here ed your thoughts yeah let's take a look on a weekly i mean might actually have a three weeks tight on this one i mean yeah that is really tight uh, on this this mm-hmm. thing and yeah this is showing nice action and actually this is this was put on swing trader today smh and with a lot of stocks extended that are the real leaders and then some others that are doing well but maybe not going to be the big big winners smh there's an argument for mm-hmm for using that right now. If you wanted to play the chip sector, if you don't have much chip exposure, say, hey, I'd like to get some, maybe a move over today's high would, uh, would be an opportunity. Or, or you know, if you want to wait a little longer, see if the 21-day line catches up. Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty clearly defined area for those uh, shorter-term traders uh, to get out of their positions defined by those recent lows. And yeah, we'll have to see if that 21-day line can catch up, as you said, Ed. Let's take a look at the travel sector. Here's the Jets ETF powering higher this week, up 3.6%. So is travel back in focus now, Ed? You know, it always feels like the moment it gets to you, you're arriving at your destination, they say we've got engine trouble or something, you know, whether it's Jets or hotels. There's a few names that are doing well, but in this part of the issue, they're just now moving up. You know, maybe you could see some kind of trend line within that, you know, shorter thing or longer term, but it's been an issue. And so uh, they're moving up, but they 
they aren't necessarily, a lot of them aren't necessarily at buy range right now. Mm -hmm. Either they need to pause or they need to make a final move. Uh, but it's definitely something to watch. Mm -hmm. An early turn, perhaps. We'll have to see if the momentum can continue there. And industrial stocks, uh, perhaps another signal of broadening leadership here. XLI up 1.5% this week and moving above a uh, range it had been forming for quite a while, Ed. Yeah, so there's some nice action. There's a lot of industrials. We'll look at one soon. But there's a lot of large and small ones that are showing some strength. And, uh, you know, that's a positive sign. Maybe along with the building materials and home builders, you know, there's interesting, like, uh, a lot of the companies that make stuff are, 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 are stuff, not just sort of uh, theoretical artificial intelligence. <laughs> All right, perfect. Let's now go to On On, coming back to life today, trying to, uh, didn't quite close above the 50-day line, it doesn't look like, but still a pop of about 5.4% on the day. Volume was double on the upside here. So it's improving now after that bad break on earnings. Yeah, it was a really bad break. Uh, you know, obviously expectations have gotten really high. Um, you know, it was an offering an early entry earlier today uh, when it was moving above the 50-day line. I think now it's not. I think you'd want to wait at least get above the 50-day line or, or get above today's high. Or, you know, it'd be great if it could pause just just between the 50-day line and that high and then move out. Uh, it was a really nasty break. But if you look at a weekly, there was a, you know, and, and, and it does look really ugly on a weekly. Let's be clear. That's, that is an <laughs> ugly line. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it comes after a big run up. So there's a new consolidation forming. It would take a couple more weeks. Wouldn't be bad to have more time to, to mm -hmm. so you could spend more time forgetting about that horrible week. I mean, just uh, working that through. But it is an opportunity. This is a this one has really strong fundamentals, and that is something to take notice. It made a huge move earlier. Uh, you know, there's some other stocks in this group that are still doing well. So I, I think this one is definitely one should be on your radar. Thanks, Ed. Next on our list, and also this was a, the stock of the day. Maybe you mentioned that. Well, no, I did not, but that was yeah. Jed, Jed Graham wrote that up. So thank you very much. No, yeah, and. Uh, you can always check investors.com, the homepage for our latest stock of the day article. Ed's quite instrumental in, uh, in making the stock of the day happen. All right. Let's also take a look at Boeing ticker BA and upside reversal here to close the week up about 1.9%. Volume picked up here. You can see the blue volume spike on the weekly. You know, Ed, this one, it, it's been playing possum with us. It's tried to move out, tried to move out. Is it finally going to move out this time? Yeah. I mean, there's probably a shallow downtrend that you could have made or just a short-term highs that it got above. Yeah. And, and even, even during the week, it sort of was playing possum, you know, like it, it had just come up late in the prior week and it's like, Oh, there we go. And it's like, and then it came down to the 50 day line, but rebounded. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was nice action there, you know, decent volume on, on the, on the support day. And then again on Thursday, so, yeah, uh, and, and you can also look at this. It's been consolidating for a while. The RS line has been fading, but that's after a big move after that. So it was digesting it. it. took that a while. It's actually taken in stride some bad news. There's been a bunch of delays for, for um, you know, on the Dreamliner, on, on production deliveries. And, and honestly, the market has sort of shrugged it off uh, overall. So maybe this is the time. 
Yeah. And this aerospace defense group is now ranked 38 out of 197. So something of note there. And let's check in on NVIDIA because uh, perhaps we can credit NVIDIA in part to uh, fueling the rally that we saw a couple of weeks ago with uh, its positive outlook on the AI space and its revenue uh, derived from that. For the week, Ed, NVIDIA looks like it was down a little bit, but if you want to talk about tight closes, like how we saw with SMH, the chip sector ETF, we got some uh, pretty tight closes here too. It was down, it looks like uh, by 1.4% by the end of the week, yeah. if that's the most updated figure, which it should be. We're more than 20 minutes after the bell. Yeah, I think that is because like just at, just at the close, it looked like it was a little further, but it must have come back up. So that means it's a three weeks tight as well. Not maybe as tight as SMH, uh, but uh, that's a three weeks tight as well. So that creates a, you know, a buying opportunity on this one as well, technically above the high of that recent pattern. But you, know, you could probably find some trend line, maybe even better. Just waiting a couple of weeks, if that you know, just wait a couple of weeks, and that twenty-one day line would be, if it you know could come back up, or or just one week if it pulls back modestly, so that might provide a nice opportunity to add shares or even start a small position. So yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. This one triggered the AI thing because that forecast was so bullish. It made you could start thinking anything can happen. Anything, you know, I can believe there's so much money out there. And you saw so many stocks take off uh, with this. But yeah, I, this is really nice action. This is exactly what you'd like to see the NASDAQ, you know, and, and a lot of these stocks do is just sort of move sideways, hold the ground. Yeah, if they give up a little ground, that's fine. Hold most of these gains, set up again, offer new opportunities, but not, mm -hmm. not really shake people out and let, let, them, let the rest of the market catch up. Uh, so uh, NVIDIA is really, uh, really showing its strength here. It is uh, definitely one to watch in this market as it continues to show its strength. All right. Well, Ed, now that we've provided a detailed look at the broad <laughs> market action and a couple of underlying stocks as well, what should traders be thinking about for the week ahead? Uh, is the Fed going to be an issue? Yeah, I mean, you never know. I was telling somebody, like, uh, actually, just when I was chatting with somebody on IBD Live, you know, I could know exactly what the Fed is going to do. And I still wouldn't know what the market reaction, I could still get the market reaction wrong. Uh, the Fed is likely to pause, but there's a good chance it'll be a hawkish pause where they'll signal, we're going to raise rates again later, or definitely leaving the door open to that. So who knows how the market reacts? There's also going to be right during that two day meeting with the CPI and the PPI, mm -hmm. these inflation readings. So those will be out. There's a number, you know, we have Oracle earnings, Adobe earnings for software. So there's some, some reason to be short-term cautious, just maybe not saying you have to stop, but at least be cautious about near-term buys. And if you make those buys, you may want to be definitely, definitely have your exit plan in place. But, um, you know, I do think that there are reasons to be long-term bullish. You know, once we move through that, uh, if we get, you know, you know, whether it's the NASDAQ, after it's paused a little bit, or just some of the breadth of the market, there seem to be a lot of opportunities that are there or or potentially there. So uh, it's really a good time to be doing your watch list because I bet they've changed, you know, like just seeing where the, like the Russell and the mid caps where they were a couple of weeks ago. It's like a lot of names that you wouldn't have thought of. It's like, well, maybe you should start thinking about them uh, once again. Yeah. 
Great points there, Ed. And uh, when it comes to the macro, we need to be aware of it, but we can't let that alone dictate our decision-making. I mean, if uh, this year has been any guide, it's uh, we got to follow price and we got to listen to price and, uh, and do our best that we can based off of that. Yeah, that's a, absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. That is it for this week. We hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll be back with more Monday morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details. And in terms of our guest lineup for IBD Live and all of our other shows, make sure you bookmark investors.com slash events really want to bookmark that investors.com slash events. Cause we get asked all the time, who's your upcoming guest? When are, when's this happening? When's this happening? And that's your go-to place. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll see you back here next week.